Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on a football Friday! Yeet. Hi. My, my, okay, I'm... Um, I felt like I needed a little bit more energy yeah. from you guys. That's fine. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good just hours from her in-studio debut on Bally Sports Southwest, the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It's Ashley Pepper. Do you think they would let me wear my Hawaiian shirt? I think that's a bad way to start off your in-studio career. I say do it. I I've say always it. been told to just be yourself on air. It's, it's a power and move. You want to talk about being yourself? This is prime form right here, my guys. <laughs> Those other dulcet <laughs> tones you hear belong to the Texas High School Football Insider for Dave Campbell's Texas Football, our friend Matt Stepp. Hello. How's it going? What's up? Go Orioles. Go, go Steph up. is also in prime form. He is in prime form. I am, I am in my bag. To- I am in my bag. Today, as a coach is texting me, asking me for another coach's phone number. That's just my life, you know. <laughs> Today is Friday, August 26, 2022. 90 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday. Happy 41st birthday to both Chris Pine and Macaulay Culkin. Born oh the exact gosh. same day. The That's exact same crazy day. that... Macaulay Culkin is 41. Yeah, nine years older than He's James older than Harden, you. He's 32 today. Yeah. Didn't Macaulay Culkin date Mila Kunis and that's or like something? Of course, of, of course he's older than I am. He was in like Home Alone as like a 10-year-old in like 1992. I know. Yeah. I just don't feel... I don't know. That's just crazy. You think of him as a kid. Yeah. He's Forever. Movie, yeah, no, he's, clear, he's, he's like five years older than I am. He's clearly older than I am. It's episode 1,440-something. On today's show, folks... 44. Thank you. Uh, on today's show, folks, we're going to have a little Thursday recap from the opening night of Texas High School Football. Talk about our game we were at, some other games across the state of Texas. And then back half of the show, it's Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all of the things. So get those questions in the comments. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch will answer as many as we can. Uh, Step has to leave at 2 o'clock, so we will be... <laughs> we'll go, oh, I'm kidding. No. It'll, we'll, we'll end it before that. But and get your questions and we'll answer as many as we can before we got to get out of here. But That's before right. that... We've got stuff to do. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Kirby Wilson, Tony Blaylock, and Coach Terry Crawford. Welcome in... Bellas. Welcome in, friends. Um, let's see, Abbott. He's at game day, baby. Blum tonight, big game. Oh wow, Rival- rivalry game. Those are that's Blum. a rivalry game. Well, those are those are those are two coaches that know each other really well too. So it should be a fun game. Uh, computer likes Abbott, and so do I. Uh-oh. Pressure's um, on. There you go. Yeah, no pressure, coach, but makes look good. 
All right. Let's talk a little bit about a Thursday action. Last night was the opening night of the Texas high school football season. It's a wonderful uh, night. Game scattered hither and yon. Let's talk about the game we were at. Sure. We went to Beckville for Beckville and Temp. Beautiful Beckville. It, For, let's start the beautiful here. Beckville. Let's start here. That facility in Beckville. That turf is beautiful. That whole that whole scene. State the vibe. The, the state. Vibe. It's built, there's kind of a little hill there. You get the, the pine, pine trees tree. in the yeah. back. It's, it's classic. Mm. The class turf was really beautiful. Nice. For a two A stadium, that was really. And a nice the place. weather was 79 degrees at kickoff. Oh, when we say beautiful, like yeah. we mean now, it, it was, in every facet. It was a little humid, but yeah, you can't be. I, I'll take 79 and humid over 104 and humid. Yes. Shout out to Cody Ross, the coach at Beckville, for having us out. Mm-hmm. We got to. We got. Uh, you got run up on. By Mrs. Ross. She was awesome. We who was like a big fan of Matt Stapp. <laughs> we, we were a minute into this. We had literally just walked on the field, and all of a sudden I hear someone going, Matt Stepp, Matt Stepp. And Tepper just turns and looks at me, and I was like, oh, uh, And I get crap. everyone, everyone, because Pickle's gotten it, and you've gotten it. I think it's happened ish once. It's happened ish once. It's happened yeah. ish once. Yeah, but it I happened get the ish same, at a barbecue I get, place. I get that joy <laughs> yeah, of yeah. like when they're like, Matt Stepp, I'm like, Oh, it's happening! Mm-hmm. And it was Mrs. Ross. Uh, she was rocking the blue eyeshadow too. Just shout out to that real fast. The whole she, the whole vibe was excellent. It was awesome. Was co- the vibe. She's a coach's wife. Yeah. The vibes she's, were immaculate. Immaculate vibes. Um, and it was, by the way, standing room only. Literally. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a full house, and then the, the, the bands were on the field mm-hmm. in, in, in the chairs. Inside. So it was a. Full, full. That's as yeah. that's as full as I can get it, basically. Yeah, there are people um, line, lining the fence, like literally all the way around the fence. Ran into Shelbyville coach head coach Jared Wallace mm-hmm. there. It was Scouting. a star-studded big, event, big uh, and Hudson, Hudson Standish, a bunch of our More media like nerds Hudson were out sit there. Down-ish. Yeah, Hudson <laughs> Hudson sit downish was there. Nick <laughs> Harris was there. Our buddy Brandon Ogden from the Tyler paper, the Nacogdoches paper was there. It was uh, a, Justin Wells was there. Wells. It, was a, it was a media um, event, and and part of the reason that the recruiting nerds were there was because of this was a star-studded game. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, there are players on both sides of the ball. That, <clears throat> Potentially as many as four Division One prospects in a 2A game. That's crazy. That's um, the, the Let's get to the headline. Uh, let's... Uh, Timpson wins 53-22 was the final. Yeah. 53-22. Um, they... There was never a doubt in that game. They, game was 34 nothing in the third quarter. And it's Timpson. not indicative of how close, yeah. of how close it was. They took control of this game. Beckville started off. They were pretty sloppy in the first mm-hmm. half. I think Coach Ross will admit that. They, they put the ball on the turf a couple of times. Uh, some missed tackles here and there. They just they, they came out a little flat. Very inopportune time. They, they'd have yeah. third and three and then snap it over the quarterback's head. And it was, just, it was, they just they started off rough. But and give then a an lot unfortunate of, injury yeah, to the quarterback. Yeah, they had a tough injury. Uh, uh, but, but credit to Timpson for pouncing on the opportunities. Mm-hmm. They the, looked, the teams do. I'll just say this. Seeing him in per- first of all, we'll we'll talk Terry Bussey. You are going to be hard pressed to find a more dynamic player in two A. Now they might mm-hmm. see one in a semifinal, mm-hmm. with Dalton Brooks, mm-hmm. but um, those are the two A. Terry Bussey is a special talent. Well, and Vots, uh, Votsky, Votsky, Vot- Hudson, Vosky Howard. Vosky Howard, 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 he was unbelievable. Yeah, uh, which is Bussey's cousin, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a family no, it's affair family. out there. Um, yeah. Which it's two A. It's two A. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like Mart. Yeah. It's like Mart. He was impressive. Mart, it's all, it's, everyone's related to Quan Cosby, mm-hmm. like in Mart. Um, got a defensive end that's impressive too. They uh, number seven. Yeah. Yeah. They. I'll just say this, and and I'm not. I don't want to make any bold declarations based on week one. And Beckville will admit they didn't play great. 
but Timpson looked the part. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. They, they, they. I feel good about where we have them ranked right now. Mm-hmm. No questions about it right now. Yeah, no questions. They looked very good. Um, so it was fun to be out there. Fun to be back in the Texas high school football world, uh, chopping up with our media buddies and just watching football and uh, and gawking at some awesome things that uh, that that Terry Bussey did. He looked yeah. fantastic. His little shovel. What was the What was the final line on him? You put in the slack. I got. Uh, it. Yeah, he. I know he had six touchdowns. Two fifty three and four touchdowns passing on twelve of fourteen passing, and then he carried for one hundred and thirty yards and two touchdowns. He also had eight t- eight tackles. Eight as well. tackles. Just he for was fun. A just for just yeah. for throwing for in. Yeah. Why not? Um. Uh. Well, after the game, uh, we caught up. I got to catch up with the head coach of the one and zero Timpson Bears, Coach Kerry Thurwanger, who uh, was uh, uh, was was. Pretty pretty happy after we. He's in a good mood. Uh, in a good mood. Here's my conversation with Kerry Thrower on Texas Football Today. Greg Tupper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in Beckville, Texas, where the Timpson Bears have come into Beckville and started the year one and zero on opening night with a resounding 53-22 win over Beckville. And here to talk about it is the head coach of those one and zero. Timpson Bears, Coach Kerry Thurwanger, 1-0, Timpson Bears, pretty good. Well, you can't win them all if you don't win the first one. So, you know, that's we're, we're going to try to do that. But, you know, our kids came out and played really well tonight. What did you, what'd you see from your guys tonight, especially in that first half where you guys really took control of the game? Well, I mean, we executed, and, and, you know, it always helps to have an athlete like we got. I mean, he made a couple of plays that, you know, you, you don't necessarily draw up. I mean, you call the play, and luckily he was, he was you know, had his mind right, knew where his receivers were, and, uh, you know, made, some, made a couple of plays. But I was just really proud of them, the effort that they got, you know, uh, our scrimmages. We didn't get a lot of conditioning in those, so, uh, you know, I was the conditioning became an issue there. But, uh, you know, in the first half, I just thought we executed real well, and defensively, we're just flying to the football. I mean, we're, we got a really fast defense, and they were flying around. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the defense, because it really felt like they set the tone and pounced on Beckville early. Would you say that, that it was the defense that really was the driving force behind the win tonight? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and and really, with us breaking in some guys up front, you know, that's who we rely on. And most of those guys played last year on that side. Uh, and the guys we got out there, like I said, it's probably the fastest defense I may have ever coached in getting to the football. So, yeah, they're, right now that's who we're leaning on to these guys up front start clicking. You mentioned number 10, Terry Bussey, who had quite a, quite a game. Uh, you've seen him for, for a while. He started as a freshman, now a junior. How have you seen him grow as a player? Uh, just physically, mentally. You know, like I said, that, those plays he made there, he, he's not able to make as a freshman because he wasn't sure where his receivers were and this and that. But, uh, you know, he's just in total control of the offense. He's telling everybody what they need to do and where to go. And then physically, you know, he's, he's grown a lot. And, uh, you know, just and a, he's a great kid. You know, he's, he's the kind of kid you, you'd love everybody to be. Uh, opening night, you guys start 1-0 and against the top 10 team over there. I mean, that's, that's a good Beckville team that maybe didn't put their f- best foot forward, but you guys still came out and took a win. What does this do for you guys going forward? Well, it you know, like I said, it, it doesn't mean a whole – I mean, it means something because you're 1-0, but in the big scheme of things, it's a team you possibly could face on down the road. So, you know, you kind of want to put it out there that, you know, they're – that we can handle them, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot going to change between now and possibly, you know, third round or quarterfinals or whatever. Coach, appreciate your time. Congratulations. All right. Thank you. There he is, Kerry Thurwanger, the head coach of the 1-0, and number two ranked Timpson Bears after a big win last night over Beckville. Um, they uh, they looked really good. They looked really good. Um, and uh, and they're, they're gonna, they are going to will stay ranked. I will go out on a limb. 
tough game next week against Jefferson, though. And, and then after that, and it's Dangerfield. Danger yeah. yeah. So they're going to be tested. They scheduled tough. They're, they sure did. All right. Let's talk about a few other things that happened last night. Um, let's talk about probably the big headline from that, which I mm-hmm. think is what went down in Temple? Belton. Belton. Thank you. I'm Mary Harden Baylor. Um, mm-hmm. And Mary Harden Baylor mm-hmm. uh, as New Braunfels 39. Denton Ryan, no, 33-32. 30, 34, 34, 34, 33. 33. I knew it was a one-point game. 34-33. Uh, I knew it was a one-point game in the 30s. Volume shooter over here. Um, <laughs> You'll get it eventually. Getting shots up. New Braunfels upsets Denton Ryan mm-hmm. um, in a game we caught wind of at about halftime. And it was one of those things. Cause this, this game, I'll be honest. I don't know how you were. This game was totally off my radar. I was just like, all right, Ryan will go down there and they'll win comfortably 34 14. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. like that. Well, I say that we caught wind of it at halftime going, okay, we'll see what it looks like at the end yeah. of the third. And then that's when going into the fourth, we were like, oh, that's, that's still a game. <laughs> uh, well, it was good. weird because Ryan, it was, I, I, when, I, when I first looked, I, it was close early. It's like fourteen to thirteen or something. Mm-hmm. New Braunfels was up, and then Ryan was up thirty-three to fourteen. Yeah, the they pulled I was like, away. Okay, Ryan's pulling away. It's over. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I think it was Hudson it was, or Nick that yeah. said, "Dude, it's thirty-three to twenty-eight. We I'm were like, like what? "What?" And then that's when we started <laughs> yeah. following it, and, and they went down and scored, and then they squib kicked. Yeah, and then we were like, "Oh gosh, what are they doing? They their defense held up, and they they got the interception there because um, they had the ball in like the forty one, mm-hmm, and they, mm-hmm. they picked off the ball, picked off the pass, and won the game. It is Ryan's second regular season loss in their last seventy. Yeah, um, and was it Geyer? So so let's start with this. Start with this. A lot of credit to New Braunfels. Mm-hmm. Yep, they went out there, they had stomach for the fight. And they, Coach Glenn Mangold's squad starts one and zero, deserving one and zero. Big and, win and big win, and and you know we have them third in their district. Maybe maybe they're a sleeper in that district. Maybe twenty seven six A is a little a little bit better than we think. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. I did. I have heard New Braunfels has a really good junior class. Yes. So so maybe you know. they're maturing early, yeah. right? Yeah. There's that. A lot of the conversation is going to be about Ryan. They're the number two team in five A Division one to start the year. They now start zero and one. It's the first time they've started zero and one since two thousand fifteen. Um, 2014. 2014. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, since they started 0-1. Um, I, I'll say this. This is a red flag for me. I don't want to overreact to one week. This is a red flag because they gave up 500 yards to yeah. the Broncos. That's the biggest thing, yeah. And we had questions. on. I know we talked about it on a, on a previous Tep and Step. I don't know if it was in the summer or not, but there were... There were some cons- we had some concerns. You know, we ranked them number two, but there were some signs looking at, looking at things from a, on paper. The depth's not mm-hmm. there. The, the the they're a little bit thin in the sophomore and junior mm-hmm. classes. So they're really reliant on just a few seniors and and offensively, I think there's still some question marks. They they scored a touchdown on special teams and defense yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you look at the stats. New Braunfels completely. New Braunfels threw up over 500 yards of offense. Yeah, and just dominated the stat sheet so there's there's some red flags well and last year i think that there was red flags on the offense itself but the defense carried them yes yeah. so if you Absolutely. don't have that that's that's when the issue starts coming into play yeah. i think there's been questions on the offense since hennigan left um so it's 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 land sanders and yeah they're gonna they're gonna have their hands full next week in shreveport mm-hmm. that that's brian arkansas mm-hmm. is a is a defending state champion in arkansas they lost a three-point game to Longview last year, so they're obviously a, a competent team. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility Ryan starts 0-2. Uh, elsewhere around the state last night, um, North Shore and the Woodlands was a game we had our eye on, and uh, North Shore... Um, North Shore so, made a statement. So the here's the thing. 
the final of the game, I tweeted this out, but the final of that game is, I believe... 49-21. 49-21. That is misleading. Garbage time That points. is a misleading... They were up 49-7 in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It was 42-7 in the second quarter. Okay. And North was, Shore took their foot off the game. I think you know they put in backups at that point. This was yeah. a <laughs> clobbering from North Shore. And that's, that's, that's a That's a Woodlands team that we had ranked... 18. Maybe we ran overranked them, but that's still not a... I mean, the Woodlands is probably going to end there. at worst a top 30 team yeah. at 6 and the Wood, And North Shore just annihilated. And just, it just launched them into the sun. So that was big. Uh, on national TV last night, Arlington Martin takes down Lake Travis. Yeah, nice win for, um, for Bo, Martin. Bo Edmondson did not play in this game for Lake Travis. Uh, we heard it's a back injury. We don't mm-hmm. know how serious it is. But I also don't think that was the issue. I think the issue was the defense. The defense. The defense gave up. I mean, they got pushed around. Arlington Martin's a good team, but they're not the kind of team stylistically that hangs 40 points on a team. Mm-hmm. They um, get you to 21, and then, and then the nail is in the coffin. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they strangle you. you and defense. so that's a little bit of a red flag for me on the Lake Travis and defense. Martin, you know, shocking they scored a special team touchdown. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would have thought? They scored a defensive touchdown. Yeah, too, it, so. was, it was one special teams, yeah, one defensive, which is Martin par for the course, but yeah. then to give up 41 points, I mean... A, a couple of people that are the game said they, it, it had been a while. Now, now obviously, Lake, Tra- uh, Lake Travis has been pushed around by Westlake and North Shore, mm-hmm. but other than Le- Westlake and North Shore, they were like, I haven't seen Lake Travis get pushed around by somebody other than those two. And they got, all, all indications were Martin pushed them around. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. That's do it that way you will. That's a little bit of a red, you know, it's a little one. bit concerning if you're like, I mean, it's week one, but mm-hmm. it's not a great start. Um, elsewhere, I'm trying to think of other uh, Wichita Falls Hershey yes. was very dominant, uh, as, as expected, big win over Clint. Uh, Cal Allen, Steve Campbell's first mm-hmm. game. Yeah, Steve Campbell moves to one and zero. This does come. They win. Uh, Cal Allen beats uh, Gregory, Col- uh, Gregory Portland, Portland. twenty two to twelve. This comes with an asterisk. Um, I mean, no, Callum gets the win. They don't need to apologize for it. Uh, Cole Crippen, the quarterback mm-hmm. for Port Natchez Grove, suffered what? Gregory, Port- no, Gregory, Gregory Portland. Portland. I keep saying PNG. Um, Gregory Portland suff- suffered what looked like a pretty severe injury. Yeah, it was pretty gruesome. Pretty uh, gruesome yeah, I think injury. it was the very first series of the game. <sighs> so just Yeah, I, I, I mean, A, he's a great player, but B, he's a, a, a senior and a guy that I know that people are – like he's a leader for when that. You see team. your teammate go down. Like you that, wonder if tough. that takes the wind out. Yeah. Of your also, yeah. don't show it on a broadcast. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, well, Not really yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, how about Bernie? Big win over How Flower Bluff. Mm-hmm. It's a really big nice win. For win. Bernie. Big night for San Antonio with yeah. Bernie and, and New Braunfels winning. Yeah, that was it. Was a big night for for uh, for them. Were they, um, what else? What else was? Uh, Prosper, Prosper nice over you. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, Prosper. and that was a real back and forth game. I appreciate Prosper kind of beating Trinity at, at in a little bit of their own game. Yeah, just like we're gonna we're gonna hammer you and we're gonna get up in the. Six to say that was I and think that was a surprise from a defensive standpoint that yeah, it was we, that low. Those are two we teams saw, that are offense. Um, some highlights from that game. That was a great crowd at Pennington Field yes, last night. That was a. Oh, it looked very close Full, to ten thousand yeah. people. It was um, a great crowd. Which that's a that's a fairly decent drive from Prosper. Yeah, that's across the Metroplex. Um, I thought Lubbock uh, Coronado hung on to beat Wolf yeah. for friendship. Mm-hmm. They raced out to a big lead and hung on late. Um, Denton Denton Geyer. Speaking of yes. Denton, Denton Geyer Ooh. was. I mean, cool. I, I felt personally we had Rockwall Heath a little overrated, and they they destroyed Heath forty seven fourteen and probably wasn't that that good. run that if y'all saw the long touchdown run that jackson arnold had like yeah. powers and i were talking about it we we knew that he could sling the ball i didn't know he had breakaway speed like that yeah he he's he's improved his speed um tascacita yes dominant win over dick it's gonna get overshadowed because of what north shore did but tascacita was equally as dominant 37 nothing over Dickinson. That, that was, was pretty great. impressive as well. The, the sophomore running back for Atascocita, I know, had a big night. Oh, uh, uh, Grapevine over Wakeland. 
It's yeah, that's not fairly that big, but it was a convincing fairly win. Fairly convincingly. Like 42 I, to something. So I don't know if that's a red flag on Wakeland or more of a, hey, is Grapevine for real? So well, if Grapevine's for real, then suddenly you start looking at that Region 1, mm-hmm. and you're like... It's tougher now, because you, yeah. you kind of thought it was Colleyville and, and Ryder mm-hmm. and Argyle. Now you throw in, throw in, throw grapevine? in, in grapevine and Argyle and yeah. Colleyville. Or, no, Argyle's in a different district, but uh, Grapevine and Colleyville... You know, maybe maybe Grapevine can push Colleyville a little bit. But yeah, Wakeland, Wake, Wakeland was beat Highland Park last year. Yeah, um, and Highland, and they they and they and they returned quite a bit too, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they brought back. Shout out to the uh, the Richmond Randall Lions. Uh, big win last night over Pasadena Memorial. The Randall Lions are one and zero as a varsity program. Yeah. Frisco so, Emerson also. Yeah, Emerson beat Hillcrest forty one thirty four in overtime. So uh, another game uh, in the Metroplex is notable. One one of the consequential six A teams. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fossil Ridge. Uh, great start for them over over Flower Mound. That's that's a, yes. That's, that's a, a big win. That's a big. I mean, it's if, a non-district game, but if, it's a feather in the cap, and it's it's a data point. And and for for if you to remind you, if Fossil Ridge makes the playoffs, that would bump Carroll South Lake Carroll to the Division One bracket, yes. which would be much. They would be into the big stew of giant teams that are really mm-hmm. that are really. So dominant. that's it's one data Especially point, in but. For Fossil Ridge to to not only beat Flower, if they just beat Flower Mound by a point, that's a really good win for them. Mm-hmm. They that was they, they put were, it on. They, they let that thing stem to stern. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty. I mean, it was a fourteen point win, and I think it was a twenty one point game. Yeah. And they're they're in the fourth quarter, so that's a impressive. I'm a, I'm actually going to see Fossil Ridge next week, so I'll get eyes on them to kind of get yeah. see how they are. But that's that's a from a consequential six A team perspective, that's a big yep. win. No, absolutely. For, uh, for and, and oh, down to the Rio Grande Valley, I got one more for you. Yes. Oh, how yeah. about David Gilpin and the Mission Veterans how about Memorial that? Patriots knocking off Mission High in the Battle of Conway? And a reminder, that's a big classification. Differentiation. Yeah, yeah, Mission Vets is a five A D two. Two and yeah, Mission is a, is a fairly big six A. Oh yeah, no, that's that's a, that's, that's a great win for Coach Gilpin and the Mission Memorial Patriots. It really is, and uh, we'll round it out with this. Um, oh gosh, if you can't read that. Oh no, Coppell fifty six, Saxy twenty seven. We should not getting ad- our guns up. Giving him put, rights to that TV. Put the word out. We're back up. Cowboy fight never dies. I'm sorry. Is your uh, alma mater one and zero? No, they're O and O. Is your alma mater? Is your alma mater? We haven't played yet, Greg. Kind of sounds like you're winless then, because <laughs> you know who's not. Capel <laughs> Cowboys. The man is a capital J journalist, and technically, his he is factually correct. That's but. right. Is your facts? <laughs> it's a pretty pretty died. dominant win for Capel. Very. In all seriousness. In all seriousness. That That's a statement. That was impressive. Yeah. That was impressive. 500 yards total offense. Yeah. Okay. So keep an eye on that. Anyway. Uh, when, when is the Antonio Wiley Power Hour? When, oh, buddy. When, when Anytime he wants. He wants to have a coach's <laughs> show. Yeah, I was like, we this is coach absolutely right coach's show That's now. right. I'm in. I'm in. It's just going to be Chris Farley's show. Be like, hey, remember that time you guys beat Saxy? That was awesome. That was awesome. We're Can text- do it again? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. But anyway, uh, it was a fun Thursday night of Texas high school football action. 594 games on deck tonight. Get excited. Oh, one other thing. Do you see how that Midland Christian uh, El Paso Americas game? Uh, Midland no. Christian ended up winning overtime 24-16. Like double overtime. Too. Oh, wow. It was double okay. Yeah, double overtime. Um, I think that's – Midland Christian's a good perennial power mm-hmm. in the private school ranks. And they were playing at Midland Christian, correct? No, it was at SAC. Oh, it, it was at SAC. Oh, okay. Coral. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, I think that's a real positive doubt. doubt. They, they don't want to be own uh, own one, but I think that's a real positive doubt point for Patrick Melton and yes. Americas. Yeah, that's a good so. that's a good result for them. I know they don't want to be own one, but still, we're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State.
You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage, high school football, college football recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Let me tell you a little bit about our friends at Athletes to Athletes. Every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage, and every parent wants their child to be the best. But is making your target list of schools based on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics, location, coaching style, financial aid? There's so many different factors that should be considered when selecting a college program outside of just on-field performance. Our friends at Athletes to Athletes have put together a recruiting guide centered around providing a broader, more holistic perspective about what your college experience could be. Checklists, do's and don'ts, key strategies, this 22-page guide covers everything you and your family need to know as you walk through your college recruiting journey. For a limited time, Athletes to Athletes is offering this guide for free to our audience. If you go to athletestoathletes.com slash Dave Campbell, you can download the free college recruiting guide. That's athletestoathletes.com slash Dave Campbell. And now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. And now it's time for a big time installment of the Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. Oh, try it again. The North Texas Honda Dealers want to help you score some great deals on award winning Honda. Stop by your local Honda dealer today or visit NTX Honda Dealers.com. To learn, to learn more. more. I don't drive, even have the read in front of me, but I'll I drive a Honda. Please. Uh, I would love to So drive if a you Honda. would like to, uh, <laughs> if you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you've got, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch on the comments. Uh, we will get to as many as we can here with high school football insider Matt Sepp. Where are you going tonight? I'm going to beautiful Comanche, Texas, as the Brady Bulldogs take on the Comanche Indians. Dude, you're getting some, you're getting a sweet deal out of this. I am. I'm getting homemade tortillas, salsa, and enchiladas, courtesy of Coach Escobar's lovely and sainted grandmother. That's good stuff. That's good. That's I mean, sweet. Yeah. I'll try to save you some. Thank I'll you. Bring some, I'll bring some. I've been a proud supporter of your, like, tortilla mission, so I would love Thank some. I, pr- I appreciate someone supporting I me. guess we should say that your road tour, all your trips this year, are brought to you by our friends yeah. at countrymeats.com. That's right. They make fundraising tasty. Countrymeats.com. They make fundraising tasty countrymeats.com pickle do we have any questions from the people we sure do um which crossover matchup between the uil and taps are you guys most looking forward to in non-district and i think the answer is tonight tonight alito and parish episcopal yeah. parish episcopal yeah. is the number one team in the private school ranks it's hard it, one of the problems with comparing uil to 
public or UIL public schools to, to private schools is it's hard to figure out exactly where they would fit in in the, in the grand pantheon of things, mm-hmm. right? Right now, let me just tell you like what our computer our computer rankings have. It's a close we, game. If we, we it does. It. Oh yeah. yeah, it's like a four. It's like a four point projections. But as far as like overall. Um, just like overall rankings, it's hard to kind of slot a team like Parish Pitbull, the number one team in the private school ranks, up against Alito, who's the number three team in 5A Division One. So like right now, um, we've got we have, we think that Parish Pitbull is uh, the computer has them as the 52nd best overall 11 man team in Texas high school football. That means that they are a little they would be slight underdogs to teams like San Antonio Reagan and Pflugerville Weiss. They'd be slight favorites over teams like Klein Collins and Waxahachie. If that gives you a little bit of an idea of where they where they would stack up, that's the game that I'm most interested in uh, from from a, a private school perspective. That game's going to be fun. Um, the game last night, uh, Midland, Midland Christian in, uh, and and El, El Paso Americas, mm-hmm. is a game uh, that that I I'm particularly interested in. Um, and yeah, there's there's not uh, as far as other crossovers. Yeah. It's not it's not a huge slate of them. There's more of them kind of down the road, uh, kind of in, in the next couple of weeks. But uh, I would say that's the one. Parish and Alito is the one tonight. For yeah, that's sure. that's the yeah. one that, mm-hmm. that everybody's gonna have their eye on. And and I want to get some eyes on Parish because I think they can win a Taps Division One state championship. And I want to get some eyes on Alito because mm-hmm. I got some questions about them on the offensive yeah. line and a few other places. So that's the big game tonight. What's next, pickle? Um, one of the great rivalries in the state of Texas, the Battle of the Axe, Sherman Dennison. Uh-huh. What do you think? Uh, I bet they'll play. I bet it'll get chippy. I bet it'll be full, a full house. I bet it'll yes. be a full I'm, house. I'm calling it now. Yeah, Sherman ends the streak. Ooh, really? How long is the streak at this it's, point? I think it's eight or nine years. It, it is it's never. This is the longest streak Dennison has been on. That's, I can look. Computer this up. has a fourteen. Point spread on for it. Denison, yeah. For Denison, yeah. So I think I think Sherman pulls. I think Sherman pulls pulls it up. Gets wow, by two touchdowns. Okay. Um, let's see. I I I'm not necessarily inclined. What to are you hot on, you? Sherman? I, I think that's I, more. I think Denison's got a lot of questions. Questions. Like, very okay. young, and I think Sherman in year two of Corey Kane. Mm-hmm. I think um, stability is going to be yeah. And you know Phoenix Grand is back. They've won know. nine in a row. Yeah. So Their I, last I, win was 2012. That's big. I'm calling mm-hmm. it now. Call okay. my, calling my shot on the upset, Sherman. I like it. Okay. Sherman wins the axe back. We're on upset watch. Be, It'll be, boy, you, if they win tonight, man. there will be a party in Sherman. There will be. Let well, it, and it's it's in Denison, correct? Which would make them even happier to, to, yeah, to do it at their win barn. It in Denison. Yeah. yeah. Be good. Um, let me check. Uh, big rivalry. Game yeah, right. no, it's, Actually, yeah, it's, it's in Denison. It, there's a lot of lot of really good rivalries this week. Um, I think Brandeis O'Connor's this week. I think um, the Taco Shack Bowl was last night. Yeah, Anderson Shack Bowl was last McCollum. night. Uh, Battle of 287s tonight. Anderson walks Hatchy. The Hatch, um, Hatchy rolls. Um, the hat- oh yeah. Oh really? I, I, Hatchy rolls. Yeah. Um, and We're high on the hatch around these are, parts. Yeah. So I am uh, big rivalry week. Um, oh, um, one of the very last battles of Wichita Falls. Yeah, Old High Rider. Old High Rider. That's next to last. Next year. Yeah. Next year will be the last, the last one. one. Yeah. yeah. So big rivalry week. What's next, pickle? Um, let's go with Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial at New Braunfels Canyon. I think Vets rolls. Am I wrong in that? I think Vets wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we've mentioned this on our podcast, Tap and Sep, Premium High School Football Podcast. Check it out. There are rumblings about Corpus Christi Vets that they could be down and perhaps down in a, in a real way. It, the the two main computer polls that I like to look at, obviously, 
shout out Jerry Forrest. Mm-hmm. Look at his poll. He has vets ranked number 11. They are on opposite ends of the spectrum yes. on vets. Jerry's got vets number 11 in the state. Yeah. I think that's a little rich for my blood, personally. I think it's Fair. a little rich. But Carl Padilla of the Padilla poll doesn't even have vets in the playoffs. He's oh, got him wow. fifth in their district. Mm. It's tough. To, which, it's, it's, it's which a, I think that's a little harsh. Yeah, right. it's a tough district, but that's a little. Harsh. I lie a little more in the middle. I think vets. I don't think they're a top twenty team in five A Division one, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're going to miss the playoff. I think they're probably one or two in that district mm-hmm. with Miller. Um, I, I I I tend to align with you in this game. I think vets wins against. And if they're a number eleven team in the state, they should beat New Braunfels. New Braunfels Canyon is a. They're twenty-one point favorites according to the computer. They're pretty average five A Division one team. You know that they're but, kind of four and six, five and five. But kind of. is there something in the water in New Braunfels? We'll see. We'll see. That's the that's the big question. So it's week and, one. And you yeah. never know. And, I, and for vets, there's a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. If you put a sports gun to my head, I think vets wins by six. But okay. it's gonna that would drop them significantly in our computer rankings because they've got a twenty-one point spread. They would yeah fall. In I the agree. Rankings I, I think I think Corpus Christi vets. If they could come out and just like take care of business, that would put me at ease a little bit more about them. If they were to go out there and just kind of, ro- they should roll. Canyon. If they're the number eleven team yeah. in the state, they that's should, what they, they should, should do. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're a little over over overcooked in our rankings right yeah. now. So okay. we'll see. That all calibrate though. Yeah. yeah. Um, big game tonight that I know we're all excited for uh, El Campo and Cuero. Yes. Big South Texas uh, headliner down there. I bet the Cuero people are in the comments. Um, I bet Gobbler, Mike, I bet Gobbler Mike Nation. Foreman will be there. I bet Mike Foreman will be there. I took El Campo. Um, I think it's a one-score game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think in, in, a, in a close game like that, where one team has the clear number one individual best player on the field, mm-hmm. Ruben Owens, you go with them. And the That's, other team has a brand new head coach. Really not, yeah, that? exactly. New coach, new, coach, new quarterback, new quarterback, mm-hmm. and Jared Fikach, uh, yeah, the coach. He's Jared Fikach is coach, yeah. not the quarterback. Now, so Jared, at least the, the coach and the son, or the I wonder coach if he's and the quarterback, got, have he to be left. He's a young man. If Jared uh, Fikach <laughs> plays quarterback for Coro. We got a story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I took El Campo, but I think I think it is a tight game. I think, and this is the kind of thing that. It wouldn't surprise me that like like if El if El Campo is not a fully cooked team right now, if they come out of the oven a little bit underdone, right? Then Quero can absolutely win this game. Yeah, like, it's not, they, not. this is not this is not some blowout potential. No, I, I think, think my 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 read of this game is Quero's got a really good defense, good set of linebackers. Quero holds this game and keeps Owens in check mm-hmm. and kind of Quero doesn't want to get in a shootout with with no. El Campo. No. El Campo, right now, they don't have the horses. No. Uh, you they, need they've to got keep Tyson Williams, under... but I don't think they can. They, I just don't think they have enough. Mm-hmm. So I would say, if, if the look at the score, if, if the game gets into the 30s, El Campo's mm-hmm. going to win the game. Mm-hmm. If it stays under 30, I think Cuero's got a pretty good shot. Yeah, I would so. say 21 at the half. If you can keep yeah. them under yeah. 21 at the half, yeah. then you've, then you're you've got the a game. shot. You're yeah. In the ball game. I think that's a good way to put it. What's next, Pickle? Let's go with uh, the Texas Football Days game tonight with Shadow Creek and Manville. Yes, big game down there. Live on Belly Sports Southwest. We hope you'll tune in. Um, it is the first ever meeting between these two Alvin ISD rivals. I, I previewed it in the picks video. Um, I think Manville's going to be fine. Going to be fine. But week one with a lot of new faces out there, a lot of whom are playing their first ever varsity ball, I think Shadow Creek's going to win. I think there's about a twenty percent chance that Shadow Creek like rolls. Yeah, I think there's there's the weird dynamic 
they haven't played and they've they're kind of ri- they're rivals but they're not really wi- rivals because they haven't played but everybody knows each other mm-hmm. most of the shadow creek kids started out in the manville feeder system mm-hmm. that kind of thing so there, there's some dynamics in the communities but i think on paper shadow creek is clearly at the moment not only is alvin young in, in week one they're playing mm-hmm. a veteran 6a team who's really good in mm-hmm. shadow creek so i think there's a like you said a pretty decent chance this one gets gets ugly in the in the second half like shadow creek so, sorry bally but I, we'll see turn a bit tune to bally sports southwest i've been wrong before <laughs> well, I mean, look, Manville's got the Manville's got the pedigree. To, mm-hmm. They're not going to be afraid of anybody. No, that's the thing. No. So they will be afraid of Shadow um, Creek. And you know, it'll be Shadow Creek's better right yeah. now. What's next? A uh, game that Steph and I will be at tomorrow. We'll go to Saturday here. What is the big key for Judson um, in the game against Johnson? I think they need to get off to a good start. I think they need to get out fast. Just just completely put twenty twenty one behind them, and I think a good first quarter. Yep. Under Mark Soto, will do that. I think they're going to be the problem. The only thing is, is how amped up are they going to be? Yeah, like they need to be fired up, but but keep it under control. Keep mm-hmm. it, you know. Well, Soto has no problem getting people hyped up. No, I don't <laughs> think so. So just, just play with with control, but but be fired up and be emotional. And I think the first twelve minutes will tell me everything I need to know about that game. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, because like if you're if you're Judson, you need to shake off last year and be like and, new era. New, new slate, coach, new coach, yeah. everything. Johnson different. is super young. Mm-hmm. J- yes. Judson's got all the advantages. They're 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 more experienced. They're, they're the veteran team in this game. Mm-hmm. Johnson is completely, you know, first time head coach. T.P. Miller going against his mentor, Mark. So I think all the all the all the scales tilt in Judson's favor. So I think you come out first twelve minutes, get up by two scores, you'll you'll be fine. If it's a close first quarter. You know, now you get a little lemon booty, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, first yeah. lemon, lemon booty of the year. There we go. He dropped so, it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I think Judson will come out strong and, and win comfortably. I think they'll win. I don't know if they'll win comfortably, but that's, that's where I'm at. What's next? Let's head down south again. Port Arthur Memorial and uh, PNG. Yeah. That's a good matchup. Kind of sneaky game. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, kind of sneaky game. I, I'm very um, – I'm very interested in in this game. Um, I'm interested to see what PNG looks like under under Jeff Joseph. Yep. Yes, I think they're going to look a lot different than a Brandon Faircloth PNG. I, team. I have to. By the way, I have to correct myself here. I have to correct myself because I, you know, how I kept saying Gregory Portland and Portland Inches Groves. Uh-huh. Cole Crippen is the quarterback for Portland Inches Groves, and not the quarterback. So he was not the one who got okay. who suffered the injury. So I mean, obviously the the quarterback for Gregory Portland. We hope he's he'll he'll he'll, he'll you know heal. But yeah, I need to issue a correction. Port Inches Groves is interesting because they are – it's the Jeff Joseph era beginning. We don't know what this offense is going to look like. It's yeah. going to be like a – like because PNG, like their strength is going to be throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But I could also see – I mean, it's Gary Joseph's kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know. It, it, Was, it's has a, he been in South Lake too long? Did Riley Dodge get to him? That's a great point. It's a great point. <laughs> Did he poison the well? Yeah. Did he get him to drink pumpkin spice coffee? That's a big game. By the way, I texted. Uh, that's another game to keep an eye on tonight. El Paso Eastwood at South Lake Carroll. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. because uh, They left, like, uh, like yesterday the, at, like, um, 11. East, uh, Coach Eastwood was at – they went uh, – Arlington ISD hooked them up. They were at the uh, Martin Lake Travis. Yeah, as you can say, they left Wednesday at, like, 11 a.m. to make the trip yeah. down. Yeah. Um, uh, also, real fast, you can watch that PNG Port Arthur Memorial game on Texan Live at 7 o'clock. Our, uh, I like our guy, Jay Dunson, is calling it. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go Port Arthur Memorial. Okay. I, I think it's a toss-up game, though. I, th- I agree. I think it's a toss-up game. I'll go PNG. 
What's what next, Pickle? <laughs> um, thoughts on Odessa Permian and Abilene? Uh, uh, get on your app, Football Friday app, and press the star on this big game. Okay. The Odessa Permian and, and Abilene. Shotwell game. Stadium. Shotwell Iconic Stadium. Stadium. Fantastic location. You are high on Abilene. I am. You're high on Abilene. Interesting. Here's a here's a chance for them to, to in week one make you look like you know what you're it's talking a good about. Good six a. Abilene has traditionally had Permian's number. Yes, because per, Permian plays into the strengths of Abilene traditionally, which is stopping the run. Because remember Abilene, they always give Tascosa a hard time. Mm-hmm. That, that was and, and Abilene went to Ratliff last year and beat Permian pretty handily. So I, I, if my memory serves, I know Permian has traditionally struggled with Abilene High because Abilene High defends the run so well. Mm-hmm. Now. The thing is, though, Abilene's defensive strength this year is in their back four. Their mm-hmm. se- Abilene High's secondary is really good and really mm-hmm. athletic, but they're very young and they're not very big in the front seven. So does Permian get that running game going this year with Rodney Hall at quarterback and a lot of the skill position weapons they have? So I'm, I'm intrigued by this game. I, I, I think too. I, if I had to pick right now, I would lean to Permian just because of the questions I have on Abilene's front seven. I agree, but if Abilene wins this game, we're going to have a serious conversation about them in the top ten. Yeah, I think we we I think that conversation. I mean, they're, they're top fifteen if I'm yeah. sir, so mm-hmm. we probably need to have mm-hmm. that conversation. This is, this is a really follow this game. I think this game has wide ranging kind of implications for the for the rest of these for the next few weeks. What's next, pickle? Um, DFW game, Melissa and Argyle. Yeah. Um, shout out to these two teams for doing this. I like how I like how like they're both moving up to five A for the first time, and they're like, no, 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 no. What if we play each other? other. <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's yeah. just play each other. Um, Melissa got Argyle finally last year. Mm-hmm. They got him. Shut him out. I think this is yeah. Gonna that be, was the wild. And, part. and I'll say this: I think this is going to be a similarly styled game. Yes. If you're looking for a game in the forties, no, this is not that game. These two teams are really good up front on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a physical matchup in the trenches. Low scoring. Low scoring. Um, I like Argyle in a close one. I like Argyle in a close. I one. tend to agree, even though a lot a lot of folks I've talked to are very high on Melissa, especially mm. at, at skill spots. They've got some talent. Um, I, I just I just don't think they're going to beat Argyle two years in a row. I, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Um, but it should be a great game and and their first ever five A game against. But I fully expect a low scoring game. Yeah, I think yeah. First if, one if what, yeah, if one team gets in the 30s, like that would be well, pretty and, surprising. I mean, but on the other side, just to to play devil's advocate here, Argyle being still pretty. PO'd about how last oh, year yeah. went with the shutout is also never mm-hmm. not in the well, cards. And, there. You don't think Todd Rogers is reminding and, me of that? Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that's going to get that to be a high-scoring game is if Argyle comes in with Argyle Vengeance. Not only that, not only that, but like, like that's the micro, like, anger mm-hmm. or, or like motivation the macro anger is that like last year argyle kind of underachieved mm-hmm. like by their standards yeah. they underachieved lost in the third round you know of that's not a that's not what argyle does yep. argyle doesn't lose in the third round of the playoffs so there's there this is an interesting year for argyle in a winnable region in my opinion mm-hmm. that can they come out of the gates uh looking looking like a contender that'd be interesting let's do two more um, a game that suddenly this one's on Texan Live as well, but a game that suddenly got a little bit more interesting because of a loss of a player uh, in Canyon Lake and Wimberley. Because yeah. I say that if Wimberley still had Cash McCollum at quarterback, then I say Wimberley rolls with Cash not there. I think this is more intriguing, not necessarily from on the field play, but just to answer some questions about what Wimberley is going to be. Wimberley's a team. I'm kind of high on Canyon Lake. 
I'm I, I know you are. Better. Yeah. Uh, Slot T is the devil. I will tell you this. Wimberley is another team that I think might be overcooked in their rankings. Because we've got them number seven in 4A Division Two. I think the two. rankings are st- were, were, were still accounting for pre- Cash McCall yeah. had a late Combs transfer. Because so. um, he would have been, what, like a three-year yeah, starter at that starter, point? Yeah. And, uh-huh. and Canyon Lake, I think you're right. Canyon Lake's, Canyon Lake's a sleeper. They're a sleeper. They bring back, I mean, the record from last year at six and five isn't, isn't all that great, but they bring eight starters on offense and five on defense. You look at their games, they, the, the good teams they play, they played them pretty close. And they they will be the veteran ball club in this game. Mm-hmm. And in week one, the veteran ball club usually has an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, the computer, I can tell you what the computer thinks. I bet it thinks it's Wimberley's going to win, but uh, but what is what if it's an unfeeling robot? What does it know? Uh, Wimberley by 10. That's too rich for yeah. me. That's too rich for me. It wouldn't me, surprise me if Give if me Canyon Lake three. a slight yeah. upset. I, 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 I can see that. I can absolutely see that. Let's do an ender pickle. Pick a good one. Oh, pressure's on. Um. Okay. So obviously, we talked about the Gregory Portland quarterback going yes. down. Um. How does that reshape five A D two in Region Four? Who's the new favorite in Region Four? Because I think it's fairly reasonable to say after that last night they might have moved out of that favorite position. Yeah. yeah. See, we just see how they react. I mean, it's it's. I mean, let's see how they. In, it's in like region, nine weeks to in figure Region it Four. Out. It was it was still Liberty Hill. Yeah, I had Gregory Portland winning the region in a little bit of an upset. That, that that was considered an upset. Yeah. The smart money is on Liberty Hill. Now, here's because here's the thing. Look at Region Four now, okay? According to our rankings, Liberty Hill. Okay. Well, that they played tonight against Wagner. Wagner mm-hmm. should win that game. Alamo Heights, which having some issues. Yeah. The we probably the first two weeks. The problem for Alamo Heights is they're in a ten team district, so yep. they, this was their only, and they should dominate. They're, they're in a San Antonio ISD district. Alamo Heights is going, so we're not going to know anything about how Alamo Heights in Until, the playoffs. Yeah, we twelve. The, the, this game against Seguin was like the one test, but obviously they've got a lot of guys suspended, so I wouldn't be surprised if they get blown out, and I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't raise any alarms on Alamo Heights because I think they've got twenty one kids that are suspended. Gregory Portland, so just lost their quarterback. Flower Bluff just lost to Bernie, Bernie mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's like San Antonio Vets or Mission Vets. I mean, to my question is who's the second best team yeah, in that, right in that, now in that yeah. region? And it's like, and we've got questions about Liberty Hill because yes, of the rule changes. How, does that, how right. does that impact their offense? Absolutely, and so. their defense has to be reloaded. So I think Region Four, I think Liberty Hill's your favorite. I think they have to be they your favorite. To be. Mm-hmm. They have they to be the last two years until until they show otherwise. And by the way, remember last year they spit the bit in Week One too, mm-hmm. lost, lost to Ellison, Killeen Ellison, which ended up. Kind of aging like milk. Yep. Um, so, for me, Region Four, I'm willing to hear contenders, but like for now, it's like Liberty Hill's the team with the fewest amount of questions, mm-hmm. and so it has to be them. That's kind of where I'm at on it. Um, yeah. Anything else? Did I miss anything? No. no. I think we're. I think we covered several games, several of the big games tonight. So I think let's. Uh, as a great man named Will I Am once said, let's have a happy football. Let's have a happy football. Yeet. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Please watch Bally Sports Southwest tonight for Shadow Creek and Manville and the in-studio debut of Ashley Pickle. Oh, my God. Woo! Talent Ashley Pickle. Stop. Can't wait Sorry. to see her at heels. <laughs> I know. I just want to give you trouble, though. I do. Yeah. I, I did put out the heels this morning. I was like, this is weird. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm not. Awesome. Not ready yeah. for that part. You can hold the clipboard if it'll make you feel more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. 
Uh, for Ashley Pickle and Matt Stepp, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday for Monday Morning Fallout and all that implies on Texas Football Today. Thank you.